Hello, and welcome back to the Dinner Table Podcast, where we bring conversations to the dinner table that your family wouldn't. My name is Griffin Wiles, and today I'm joined by the fabulously iconic, ever so hysterical, wonderful, brilliant, amazing, I mean, the, the adjectives go on, the senior city reporter, Wajiha Kamal. Oh my God, that's me. Oh my God, is oh it? My God. Oh my God, who who is she? Who is she sitting her. with right now? She's sitting with her ex-boss. Yes. Oh my God. Wajiha used to be the Cops and Courts reporter while I was the yes. city editor. And now deputy editor Wajiha Kamal is it's bestowing me with her presence. <laughs> and I'm so honored. Where we will talk about entertainment whenever we can. Oh yeah. So Wajiha and I were the most entertainment-minded people on the desk. And yes. We've written a couple columns together about movies and stuff, yeah. and she has written some amazing work on her I own. It. I love it. So since we're entertainment girls at heart. For real. We figured, why not talk about the ethics of Marvel and DC and 100%. general superhero movies in general? Yeah, I love superhero media. I'm the most critical of it, too, I'd say. Yes, and you are a fan of comics and yes. the whole shebang. Like, you are actually knowledgeable about I don't. I'd things. hope so. I mean, I, I'm not the most knowledgeable, but... But more I've, than the average yeah, bear. Yeah, I'm a say. big enthusiast. And I think when people say super, like, trashing on superhero media as if it's, like, a general body of things where it's, like, you're only referring to Marvel here. There's mm-hmm. also like Watchmen, which is fantastic. It's a classic, well-made HBO show. Mm-hmm. There's Into the Spider-Verse, like, come on. Like, you cannot generalize superhero media with the title of Marvel. Right, yeah. And when you refer to that, you refer to Disney. Like, refer to, like, the Disney Marvel. Yes. Like, so Marvel does kind of accrue sort of a bad rep, but I wanted to ask first and foremost, are yes. you a Marvel girl or a DC girl? I'm a DC girl. I'm a DC girl at heart. Like, I think I give DC vibes, too. You do give DC vibes. Yeah. My favorite DC character is definitely the Justice League Dark. Um, The 2018 comic run is pretty great. Mm -hmm. Favorite character is Zatanna. If they're going to cast someone for Zatanna, it should be me. Obviously. Obviously. She and me are twins. Same blood. Everything. Dr. Fate, great. The new Black Adam movie... Like, yes, it's Dwayne Johnson. Yes, it's the same character he plays in every movie. But it just looks so good. We'll and, take what we can get. Yeah, and Dr. Fate, oh, this costume, oh my God, it's so good. I am excited to watch it. Even though DC, like, Warner Brothers is such a mess right now. We're not even going to get into that. We do not have time for that. Yeah. But, you know. I, I do agree, and I think I think at the end of the day, I have to say that I'm a DC girl as well. Right? Just because... The diversity of projects, too, I The think. diversity of projects, the tonal changes yes. that kind of pop up. Like, you have Harley Quinn, the, eman- yeah. the fabulous Emancipation of Harley Quinn or whatever, and you have the Batman. Yeah. Which are, they're in the same universe, but yeah. two very different movies, which I really applaud. But all the Marvel movies, yeah. they're the same, like, lighthearted comedy yeah. action. Like, where in Marvel are you going to get a... The Batman movie, and then right. you're going to get the Suicide Squad movie, James Gunn's Suicide right, Squad. Right, exactly. You won't. You just won't find it in Disney. And I think the Disney Plus shows are a great example of how you won't find that. Yeah, so let's talk about, so <laughs> Disney Plus, they've been rapidly yes. expanding. We're in phase four of uh, Marvel right now. Yes. 
And in this phase, they've introduced some TV shows. So they started with WandaVision, which I really loved. I loved WandaVision. I, th- I thought it was ahead of its time. I thought it was yes. perfect for their uh, foray into TV. Yeah, being I think, like yeah, continue. Focused on like the TV set. And I don't know. It was just genius. It was, it was a genius show. I think the last two episodes were pretty bad as a yeah. finale. Yeah. The Ralph Boner stuff just wasn't in good taste. I feel like Evan Peters' Quicksilver was wasted. They could have done something really cool with that. Yeah. They were going to introduce the multiverse anyways. Right. So. That, is, that yeah. was very weird. and. But I think the 10-episode format, all the other Marvel shows did not get 10 episodes. Exactly, yeah. And I think that helped. Like, like six or something. So it yeah. felt more like a limited series. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Hawkeye and Fountain and the they all, You Soldier. know what they felt like? They felt like movies. Just like stop and yeah, like just cut parts, off, yeah. like cut movies, and that really did not favor the you're, plots. You're right, because if they had made some cuts to maybe Hawkeye or Falcon, and they just put those like hour-ish long episodes together in a very much yeah. smaller movie, it'd be a million times better. I better, think. I think, I think yeah. it would be better. I think Marvel is really scared to just step out of like this sort of comfort zone, these boundaries that they have, and I think. That's really detrimental because obviously, like, all the Marvel has a big name. Like, all mm-hmm. the Disney Plus shows, people will talk about them, but not to the extent that they should be talked about. Like, yeah. like no one really cares for the Hawkeye show in the grand scheme of things. Mm-hmm. People rather care about the Marvel movies. But the question is, is how do you get these shows to have the same impact as Marvel movies? Yeah. Because that's what Marvel wants. And I do kind of want to bring this up as well, is when you look at the projects that go to theaters and the projects that go straight to streaming, you see, like, the Avengers, the big ones, and then in terms of showcasing uh, a diverse set of people, you have Black Panther and you have Shang-Chi, if I'm saying that correctly. And those are the only two, and Black Widow movie, of course. Yeah. But it feels like they're trying to hit their diversity quota on the TV yeah. show with Miss Marvel and She-Hulk and Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, and so- also, like, my question is, is, you know, for the ordinary person, someone not like me, someone like you, mm-hmm. who, like, do, do, do they have to watch all of these shows and all of these movies to understand what's going to happen in Avengers Secret Wars yeah. a few years from now? See, I, ooh, when what was the last? I haven't watched the recent Doctor Strange. I haven't watched the recent Thor. I have not, controversially, I haven't watched the recent Thor just because I'm not, I wasn't, like, I think Thor Ragnarok is great. It's a great movie. I'm just not very, like, the trailer did not appease me. Like, I just thought it was, like, it it could have been a mix of, like, it could have been a beautiful romantic comedy. And I just don't think, from what I've seen, which I haven't seen the movie. Yeah. Take that. But like from what I've seen, it just doesn't, it doesn't, it's not something, the fact that I don't want to see it in theaters, I don't want to pay money to see it in theaters. I mean, I don't know. That's something. And the Thor movies already, because Thor, the first Thor came out a little bit after like the other Avengers or whatnot, like Captain America, Iron Man. So if, I believe at least. So it feels like the Thor movies are more focused on Having fun, being a more silly outlet, and this is a recent shift yes, because of with, the director. With, yes, with uh, Taika, Taika Waititi. Yes. yes, the first two movies were incredibly like had a serious tone. But if I say it seems like Dark World is better than Love and Thunder, it's like when you take that comedy to an extreme measure where you completely dilute the character and yeah. like 
have you're trying to have this character grow and sentimental like self-discovery journey and then you have it against this extreme comedic backdrop mm-hmm. but, like you need a balance like there's a way you, to do both of those things i just don't think that movie accomplished you it you need a balance yeah and i I feel like since Ragnarok was the first Thor movie, that was more like Suicide Squad adjacent to me. And, of course, the villain there was Kate Blanchett's Hera, I believe. Yes. And For so, Ragnarok? Wait, where, what was Hera in? I think that was Dark World. Or maybe the first Thor movie. I don't exactly No, she definitely remember. wasn't in the she, first one. No, I think it was the second one. The third one? Yeah, what was the third one? No, it was... The third one was... It Ragnarok. Was, it was totally Hera. Hera was totally yeah. in Ragnarok. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I, ha- I haven't seen Ragnarok in a while. I just know I liked it. I haven't either. But I remember being the first female villain in the MCU, really. And I know that there's one on She-Hulk yeah. now, and I know that. Um, yeah, but Ragnarok came first. Like, Yeah, I just feel like. Yeah, yeah. Hera is the. Yeah. Is the my, my issue with Marvel is it doesn't give enough to people who are not white men yeah like dc and non-comic had, book people and, yeah like and comic book people dc you had uh catwoman played by zoe kravitz you had uh harley quinn the emancip i'm gonna screw that title up every time i try to say it birds of prey yes birds, birds of, of prey, prey birds of prey yeah birds of prey which has so hated for no reason and it's so good i it's literally so good I wish I could see that for the first time in the theater again because yeah. I was having just a ball. It's great. And they're making a Black Canary movie. So good. Like, that's that's the sort of thing. Like, put Black Canary in a movie, gets good reception. Yes. Oh, let's make her, her own movie. And yes. Journey Bell is incredible. Also, like, the thing about DC that Marvel cannot do is DC is, you know, the DC universe, you know, is a mess. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie about that. It's a mess. Like, everybody knows it's objectively like quite bad other than like standalone projects which is my point yeah. like dc has the best standalone projects because they're not tied to like a oh, specific totally. universe yeah, you don't need to worry about making sure those connections are there yeah because who cares they're work. focused on making a good story with mm-hmm. characters that people love a good contained story yeah and yeah other directors might cite those and learn from those yeah. but it's not so connected that you marvel need- can't do that no. why because marvel is so even multiversal stories Marvel cannot do that standalone story because they just don't have like the story writing. Yeah, they for just it. get so convoluted because I feel like Marvel is like, okay, what yeah. surprise guest can we throw in here just to complicate things? Yeah. So then and they have to deal with the repercussions yeah. of that. And, and She Hulk is an example lines. of how they're dealing with it, which is a good example. I think She Hulk deals with it perfectly, but I think DC failed when they tried to follow Marvel's formula. Yeah. And I think. That's an example of why standalone films work phenomenally. Mm-hmm. And having self-contained trilogies like the Batman. Yeah. Like the Suicide Squad. Yeah. Like like having limited series like Watchmen mm-hmm. on HBO, which had phenomenal storytelling and commentary, social commentary yeah. as well. I do, since we're on the topic. And this is yes. a little bit of a tangent. I need to talk about the musical sequel to Joker starring Lady Gaga as Harley oh Quinn. My God. Okay. Here's my thing. I did not really I did not really care for like in the long run, the first Joker movie, it's there. It's very violent, but it's yeah. there, you know? I don't mind it. I don't hate that it's there. Mm-hmm. Um would I will I watch the sequel? Obviously. 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 But do I think like from how Warner Brothers behind the scenes feels about that Joker movie, 
is crazy. Like thinking no. it's like the like the savior of DC films no. is just <laughs> wrong. But the sequel, I'm gonna watch the f- out of that. <laughs> that's just the truth of the matter. No, that's what I'm saying. It's because DC had this dark, grisly, violent drama of Joker. But that's fun when done right. Like yeah. I think it's fun. I don't think like. That's a bad thing. And then they're completely subverting that with a musical, musical. star yes. lady. From the off. perspective of Harley From Quinn. From the perspective of Harley Quinn. And I just know that. Okay. It's going to be a good movie. It's going to be better than the first one movie. 100%. And the sound. I have a feeling the soundtrack is going to be insane. Because insane. Harley like, oh, oh. I'm, I'm excited. But it just, I feel like that serves as a testament to DC's ability to think outside the box yeah. and say, Okay, so we have this movie that's kind of regarded as an incel movie. It's kind of very yeah, masculine, and, then, and we're just gonna make it the gayest thing ever. <laughs> you so know, good. you know, you would really like Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy, like the animated show. You would love that. It's I, so funny. I've seen the screen grabs. Oh, I, I've sent you the video of yeah. Beyonce. Like, <laughs> so good, so good. Could Marvel do that? No, no. I just don't think. Like when we. Think of projects like that. We don't think Marvel. Marvel. And that's an issue because Marvel should be, has the characters to do that. And all of, if you think of Marvel's projects from Iron Man 2 to, I don't know, Miss Marvel comes to mind. Like, they all have the same tone. Oh, yeah. They all have the same doofy, like. I think Miss Marvel did a good job stylistically, like, especially in the first episode. I really like the style of it. But I I will say, like, Miss Marvel looks the best out of. I think Miss Marvel, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, even She-Hulk, WandaVision, they have, like, the shows themselves have great moments. Mm -hmm. And they're great shows, but they just fail in ways that make it so lackluster. Yeah. That I don't remember. I'm not going to rewatch those projects. Mm -hmm. Like, Moon Knight, I didn't finish it. Number one, because... Oh, yeah. Screw Moon Knight. Yeah. I just did not like it. Yeah. Period. Yeah. And that's a whole other story, but I just didn't like it. Yeah, so let's get into a little bit of casting because yes. Scarlett Johansson famously said that she could play a tree. Yeah, uh, she plays Black Widow. So Elizabeth Olsen took that and ran with it. Controversially, so I'm saying. Let's talk about the casting of these Marvel projects, uh, specifically yes. Elizabeth Olsen as Scarlet Witch, Wanda Maximoff. Can you yeah. tell me a little bit more about Wanda them? Maximoff? Is a Jewish woman. Um, she's Romani. She's a Romani Jewish woman in the comics. Mm-hmm. And so the MCU completely switched her background. Like, yeah. she's a white Christian movie, like, woman, not Jewish. There's literally a cross in one of the backgrounds of one of the shows or movies. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. I think it was Civil War. I don't remember. But there was a cross. Yeah. Um, and so they completely erased her background. But here's the thing. You cannot have... Wanda without her being Jewish yeah. and her being Romani. Like that's yeah. like like not like not fathomable. Same thing with Moon Knight. Like they did not mm-hmm. include his Jewish identity. That how in, and his Jewish identity is so integral it's, to the plot. Yeah. That's And specifically this is happening to Jewish characters. Mm-hmm. Notably. Yes. I must say. And I I do think that's very interesting cuz imagine Leah Michelle as <laughs> Wanda Maximoff. Oh my god. Imagine I or adversely we could do like a Jenny Slate or I don't yeah. know something or other. Um, but. She's Romani and there are Romani actors. One of 
Um, I, there's so many fan casts on Twitter of someone who's actually like Romani. Mm-hmm. And so Alina Serban, Serban. I've heard that name, yeah. Yes, she's Romani and she's Jewish to my knowledge. And she she looks the part. Like she oh, yeah. she has the ability. Like yeah, there there's are co- actors. Like a couple of people are coming to mind actually who I'm like, that would be more appropriate than Little Miss. Yeah, even Little just Miss having strawberry her, blonde wanda. Yeah. Like not even referenced to. Like right. Yeah. Like it's completely just erased. Mm-hmm. And it's motivated. And I think also connecting to like this Jewish erasure, anti Semitism, which I'm obviously not entitled to speak on. But Captain America New World Order. Yeah, what? Like, yeah, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, who cleared that? Like, who? And then um, the Israeli superhero, and then you have also the villain being Jewish. Yeah. Being played by a Jewish man. Like, I don't, we obviously don't know the plot to comment on the semantics, mm-hmm. but that's alarming. And it's yeah. called New World Order. Like, come on. Yeah, so... What frustrates me about Marvel is they're introducing all these basic token characters. Like oh, Shea yeah. Coulee is playing a black gay drag queen on a TV show. There's um, South Asian superheroes. There's all these superheroes on the TV shows that are being added. And that just seemed like they're hitting their diversity quotas. But when it comes yeah. to actual the actual politics yeah. of the Yeah, Miss Marvel is a p- an example of that. They totally missed the mark. Like Miss Marvel, they... Changed her powers to completely to mirror a white woman, mm-hmm. and also they took her powers from an Asian woman in the X Men comics. It's a power set now, as you can tell. Like even the characters they so promised are these representations of diversity. Number one, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Number two, who cares? Who cares about Bucky Barnes? Yeah, like no one. I I think Sam is Sam is. The best character. Oh, totally. Like, the best. And, like, if, and if you're setting up for him to be Cap. Yeah. Also, like, clearly they don't know what to do with Bucky because he's in the Thunderbolts. Like, why is he in the Thunderbolts? The Thunderbolt lineup is horrific. Yeah. It's, this is a mess. It's all white people, but not only that, like, it's just so not a Thunderbolts. Like, it's very much giving, I'm trying to be Suicide Squad, yeah. but... Who they else? don't have the diversity. Who else? Or is Yelena in Thunderbolts too? She's apparently the leader, as leaks say. Oh, woman leader, but like they're, <laughs> they're all just dudes. You have Monica Ram- Ram- Rambo. Like Monica Rambo was the original Cap. She was she founded the Avengers, or one of the people who I don't read that much Marvel comics, but she is one of the people who like led the Avengers. So she was I'm she like, was Captain Marvel first. So why would you take Captain Marvel? Give it to Brie Larson, who I don't like Brie Larson to begin with. I think she is <laughs> not a good actress. I think she's so bland and she does not do Captain Marvel justice. You totally and Captain Marvel is not a good character. Tiana, I don't like Captain Marvel. Tiana Paris stole Captain Marvel as Monica Rambo for me. Or Yeah, wait, she, what, she, was she she she's she's photon, but she, yeah, I think photon, she she, sorry, she should have been introduced as Captain Marvel. Yes, yes. Um because she is Captain Marvel. That's who she was in the comments. And then for them to give the... the and her power set is dependent on Wanda. Do you see yeah. that? Mm-hmm. So, it's I mean... Ridiculous. Like, I am frustrated that they... They're like, oh, a woman's leading the Thunderbolts. Yeah. But it's they're not It's not an equal amount of men or women. It's oh, all yeah. white people. Yeah. It's all like, white people. Come on. Like, also, like, it's just not a good lineup. Like... The most blandest superhero. Like, like, what is Bucky doing there? Why is why is John Walker... Like, John Walker being there makes sense. But 
It's just the lineup is just not a good lineup. And that's yeah. been like, I think that's the universal critique of so far what we know about that movie. And so that's just tipping the ice. Like DC has its problems, mm-hmm. a lot of problems. Yeah. I'd say the most problems, but I think the way Marvel is like handling these individual projects, mm-hmm. it's clearly like a wreck yeah. in some ways. I think in a lot of ways, I think to the people who do read comic books, to the people who do prioritize diversity, mm-hmm. prioritize having characters being true to who they are. Mm-hmm. Like clearly it's like, like people are losing interest. Like, like for me, something I like kind of realized through all of this leakage and stuff. Cause I follow the leaks very closely. As you know, mm-hmm. I always send stuff. I always went, oh, I yeah. always send Twitter links, oh, yeah. but for me, it's like, I rather just read comics. I like, mm-hmm. You know, like now that's what I'm going to do. Like, I'm not going to rely on a media conglomerate to give me the characters I want when I can just read. Exactly. Yeah. They're already there. And you shouldn't have to rely on the media conglomerates. Yeah. I mean, screw them. I am Zatanna, as I said. Like, exactly. I don't have to rely on DC to give me a Zatanna when I am Zatanna. Exactly. So you are Zatanna. We have, we have just a couple of minutes left. I want to run through some superheroes and oh, yes. just based on vibe, let's recast them. Yes. So it could be anyone. Just anyone you think would body oh my the God, role. Yes. Give me. We'll start with Iron Man. You. <laughs> Robert no, Downey I mean, Jr. Like, yeah, you. I could body. I mean, if I, I feel like you could body. If I could body like one superhero, it would be Iron Man. I yeah. Think. I think Benedict Cumberbatch is good at casting for Iron Man. I also I think. I've also heard. I don't know how true this is. Then again, I don't read that much Marvel. Um, Iron Man is half Hispanic, half hmm. Latino, I think. I don't know. Yeah. I think Oscar Isaac is also half Latino. Oh. Half Cuban, I think. I don't know. He might be Cuban. That would be good. That would be good. He would and be good. Way better Iron Man than Moon Knight. W-T. Yeah. I think he's way better as Iron Man. I could see it. Yes. I could see it. Let's skip on over now to Superman. Henry Cavill. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Henry Cavill. I knew I, you were going to keep him there. Henry Cavill. I knew But it. I think, Ty, I watched Superman and Lois, and I think it's one of the best superhero shows out right now. So go watch it. Um, it should be on HBO Max, or yeah. you can watch it on CW. But um, high quality. Tyler Hoechlin is great. Oh, phenomenal so as Superman. And me so and my cool. siblings like watch that show intensely. Really? Like it's oh. crazy. My sister is not a superhero person. She doesn't really know anything. I'm like, oh my gosh, DC. Mm-hmm. And she watches along. She loves Superman oh, and Lois. And so if she loves it and she's really like brain dead about comics. Like she doesn't know a lot about comics. Yeah. Um, and she loves it. Then it's a good show. Yeah, word. Yeah. So let's do let's do one of our Lady superheroes. Let's do Captain Marvel. Who should be Captain Marvel? Ooh, there's so many. Who would body that? Who do you think? So I'm thinking it has to be someone who can move their body and who has a little bit of maybe a dance or a choreo type atmosphere. So I'm thinking Trisha Paytas. I'm thinking (laughs) the same. I'm thinking... Tri- and then Miss Marvel instead of Iman Vellani um, would be Malibu. Oh, Malibu it's Barbie. Perfect. Because it's perfect. It's it, literally Captain Marvel and Little Marvel. It's so good. So good. But it on the real, on like on the actual. Real, I don't real. know who I, I. I'm not very in. I don't know. Who. I don't know a lot of. 
I'm not engulfed in the... Honestly, Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> Nicole Kidman. I was going to say Nicole Kidman. <laughs> Nicole Kidman. Reese Witherspoon. Reese Witherspoon would eat... She yeah. would eat Witherspoon. <laughs> and then, like, Lady Gaga can just replace her halfway through the movie. Right, yes. No, so it, that way we get the best of both worlds. It's like a little twin twist a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Like, unexplained, like... There was a horrible accident. Yeah, like, something's wrong. Like, she got, had to get surgery or she changed her face because of alien tech, like, Kree exactly. tech. Exactly. Like... Reese Witherspoon and Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. The dynamic duo you never knew you needed. Laura Dern, guest stars. Laura Dern. Nicole Kidman. They just all kind of morph into one conglomerate white blonde <laughs> yeah. woman. Yeah. And it's yes. perfect. And it's and that is Captain Marvel. That's and what Captain Marvel is, though. Like, the white woman. The white woman. The white woman. The 55%. Yeah. Well. She's so bad in Civil War II, the comic, anyways. Well. Was she, huh? Thank you so much for joining me to talk about so much fun. superheroes and Marvel and DC. Final conclusion. Has superhero media gone too far? No. Could it I, go further? Yeah. With me as a Tana. That's what I'll say on that. Warner Brothers, Disney, you heard her. Hire her. Warner Brothers, come on. I know you're a mess, but like, I'm the perfect Zatanna. Like, I look like her. She is in the booth right now. Yeah, I'm right here, right now. Thank you again for joining me, Ujia. It was so nice to talk with you. Be sure to check out The Dinner Table and all the other State News Podcasting Network podcasts wherever you listen to your podcast media. Thank you again for listening. I will see you next week. See you later.